Dad? What the hell was that? Stay here, kids. down. So you're how old? Eighteen. Do you know what your parents did to me? What do you mean, you like to watch? I like to watch. This is Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. All right, Donnie, you picked it. Yeah, you that's, this might be the one of the most the hard, hard intros we ever have to do. For a movie, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty rough. Uh, Requiem was was rough, but a, a, a gorgeous film. This is also a gorgeous film, in um, a lot of different ways. Um, this is Martyrs from two thousand eight, directed by Pascal Logier Logier Logier. Uh, the synopsis. Uh, you racist. Yeah. Uh, uh, you yeah, racist. I, I'm racist against the know. French. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the synopsis from IMDb is uh, a young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tormented her as a child leads her and a friend who was also a victim of child abuse on a terrifying journey into a living hell of depravity. And I, I, I don't even know who came up with that one sentence, but that's that I... You know, I couldn't come up with that sentence. No, 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 not not at all. No, the thing is, it doesn't even come close mm -hmm. because this is not just a revenge fantasy. This is, in fact, this is almost, this is like a fucked up metaphysical treatise on evil and 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 spirituality and God and torture and yeah. So so that sentence makes it sound like it's just like oh they were tortured or they had a bad experience and now they're they're going. That is not this movie. No, that is not. No, this and you know the funny thing is I when you look at the shit online, synopsis. you know it reminds me of like, um, you know, going to the movie store when I was a kid, right? The the video rental store, and you'd see the 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 covers. You might pick up the box, look at it, you know, the the, the artwork, and be intrigued by that, and then pick it up and then look look at the back of the box and try to see what the movie was about. If this was on the back of a box of a movie. When I was younger, I don't know that I would have watched it. Maybe I would have. I have no idea. Um, but anybody looking at this shit online to see like, oh, what's this movie about? Maybe I would be interested. Um, this has, no, it does not cover it at all. At all. 
Well, yeah. The thing is, I I I like I like revenge movies. Uh, you know, I mean, there's uh, what is it? Because one of the one of the the possible movies I was going to pick as an influence was I Spit on Your Grave, and that's actually it's a horrifying fucking movie, but it's a good movie. You Did know, it's well done, and it's. It's cathartic in its own way. Mm-hmm. This is not that. No. This is not that. No, this no. Is not I mean, there's no catharsis at the end of this. This no, hurts. No, no. This hurts. You, you could have um, on that list with I Spit on Your Grave, um, Last House on the Left, which I think we talked about a little bit briefly. Yep. Um, one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen. Um, the, you know, there's the whole grindhouse cinema. I, I don't think this fits yep. into that mold. I no, think it has no, I think it has some is... elements, but I don't think it fits into the mold. This also has some elements of uh, quote unquote torture porn from the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. I think this movie and and I, I think we'll use this word a lot during our conversation tonight, um, uh, uh, transcendence, transcend. Um, I think this movie transcends the uh, torture porn label in a big, big way. You know, uh, torture well, torture porn has, being like, being. Uh, for the listeners, torture porn being uh, movies like Hostel or the 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 fucking yeah. Saw movies, the the seventeen Saw different Saw movies, movies yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, this movie really does transcend uh, uh, what those films uh, are trying to do. Um, well, and part of that is part of that is because, in my opinion, the torture that is invoked is not creative. This is not cre- until the very end. It's literally, there's, you know, I, 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 we're going to go ahead and spoil it for anybody. No, 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 no. Yeah, spoiler, 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 yeah, spoiler, the, period. The quick hit, you have, you have a young woman, a girl, a girl really. And one of the things I think is remarkable about the casting is that the girl who plays young Lucy and the girl who plays Lucy look so fucking alike mm-hmm. that that it's almost unbelievable. I, I, I'd i forgotten that, and I had to go back to see if it was another actress or if they, if he'd like just... I didn't know how he did it because mm-hmm. I mean they looked. But anyway, it's it's a young girl. She escapes this asylum or something, and she's been massively tortured. And then she grows up, and she's she is fucked up. She's got these I visions mean, of this demon woman that's chasing her and hurting her, cutting her a bunch. She's she's out killing the people that tortured her, and she has her friend Anna, who is trying to take care of her and trying to, you know, it's obvious that she's in love with her in some ways. And uh, and then Lucy finally gets, gets the best of her. And this is like the first third of the film, and Lucy kills herself. And so now Anna, who doesn't believe her, really, that the people that she's just killed in their house are actual torturers, discovers a hidden, like, uh, passageway, goes down to the basement, finds a woman... Um, who has been fucking ch- chained and tortured like in ways that you can't even imagine, but they're not creative. That's what I think. And then mm-hmm. they basically take Anna, they explain the plot, which is, and this is what I think makes it transcend any other thing, it's, it's, it's that they're not just torturing women. It's an entire society of these French Canadians who have decided that they would like to find out they want, they well, want to create martyrs. They're not, they don't want to create they're, victims. Well, they're, they're not Canadian. This is straight up France. No, this was a French Canadian production. Um, is that right? That's what I read. I I maybe I, I maybe I misread it. Anyway, all right. No. Anyway, I, look, anyway one of the one the of the idea is that they're creating they're they're creating martyrs, 
And but what yeah, and, and that's the whole idea is that they're trying to find someone that 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 loses himself that goes into the martyrdom of Jesus Christ and so other you know martyrs, and that's the idea. That's the hence the title. But one of the things about the torture, and again, like I said, it's mundane. They beat her up a lot. They cut her hair off. They basically starve her. They chain her to the wall. I mean, that's really what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's not saw territory, nor is it hostile territory. It's not creative torture. It's just fucking brutal and systematic and every fucking day. It's really well, rough. Well, I would... I, it's really well, rough to watch. I, 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 you know, to your point about creative torture, I, I you know, I... I think there's something about Saw and Hostel where the movie, re- those movies really glorified the torture in a, in a, in a, in a yeah. certain sense. Those movies have, um, those movies set up protagonists that are uh, in, in a way disdainful and we don't care or we don't, we, we're not worried, we're not as affected um, that they're being tortured or going through the torture, right? I mean, the, the, the hostel is about, you know, fucking Americans douchebags trying to go to fucking Bratislava to try to fuck some chicks for cheap money, right? Like, who gives a fuck about those douchebags? Yeah. And then you got hot, you got Saw, which is about, um, you've got, you've got uh, this evil, evil serial killer. learning lessons. Uh, yeah, 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 trying to people, uh, put people through torment to, to, to learn their lesson. And in this movie, we don't have that. Um, we're introduced. No, we're introduced to to Lucy at the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, uh, uh, the first uh, shots of the movie are almost reminiscent of that young naked girl photo from Vietnam, where she's running yes. with the, with the yes. Agent Orange on her. I mean, it's it's really yep. it's. I mean, right off the it's fucking brutal. bat, it's brutal. Um, it's brutal. And there's then no, there, and there then there's no, some archival there, there's no footage on this. about. There's archival footage in the movie about what this young girl Lucy went through, um, and then we cut to 15 years later, and it's suddenly it, the movie it becomes a revenge movie. We walk yeah. into this. Well, at least this, go ahead, for, for for like 20 minutes, it's a revenge movie. That's the thing that's amazing about this. It's only a revenge movie until Lucy kills herself, and at that point, it's no longer a revenge movie. Then it's like fucking Rosemary's motherfucking baby. I mean, it's. Like, I mean, to the end. And that's why I. Degree. Yeah. 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 That's why I think that synopsis is so insufficient because this is not a revenge movie. No. This starts as a revenge yes. movie and then turns a corner well, into absolute fucking well, metaphysical horror. Right. And, and in terms of, in terms of like traumatic storytelling, I think that, that using the tropes of a revenge film to lead you into this story that 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 oh it's a yeah i mean that's a that's a, that's a great device right like it's we're, we're setting it's you up we're setting you up with this revenge story it's going to be comforting in a certain way oh look here's what happened when she was younger now she's come back she's it's 15 years later now she's here in this like antiseptic mod very modern house with this wife and, and and father and 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 two kids and they're having this kind of banal banal fucking family conversation about bullshit and then bam shit just starts going down shit just yeah, starts, starts going down away. yeah i mean yeah. and 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 in a way because we already know who this girl is we're feeling cathartic 
at that moment because she's getting she is getting her revenge on this uh, until she until she kills the kids until she kills the kids well she, and she looks at the young man and says how old are you mm-hmm. and he's freaking out because she he's just watched her like shotgun his yeah. father and his mother and sister and he's sitting in yeah. the chair and, yeah yeah well he hadn't, she hadn't done her sister yet oh no, okay he did the, 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 yeah and she says how old are you he says 18 and she says did you know what they did mm-hmm. and he has no idea no, what she's no talking fucking about clue. she fucking shoots him in no the, fucking clue. shoots him in the chest anyway and then chases the little girl down that's she's right. under the bed she shoots the fu- and, and it's very methodical the thing about it is we 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 We've talked about a lot of movies where you can see the auteur. You can see the camera angles. You can really... It's very, very showy. The music is very... Here's the thing I thought about this movie that made it the most disturbing. It's one of the reasons why you brought up Last House of the Left, why I find that to be such a painful movie to watch as well, Mm -hmm. is this is not... Like, there's no showiness to the directing. There's no showiness to the music. Mm-hmm. This is almost like watching a fucking documentary. That's like a... Um, yeah. And I got it. Yeah. And the actress that plays Anna is... I, I'm just... It, I, I cannot... I read, I read somewhere that, uh, that he had a real hell of a time getting actors to be in this movie because... They nobody... Everybody read it was like, I can't, I can't pull that off. How do you sustain that? It means... Right. Yeah, you sustain that level of, of, of angst and, and pain and misery. How do you do that? And I got to say, and I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head, but the woman that played Anna is fucking remarkable because I've never seen it. Because you believe she's going through everything you see that she's going through. Even to the point where, like, the dude is like, he just comes down periodically. And they sh- there's like a 10, 20 minute segment, maybe not 20, maybe 15 minute segment, where it's just like, you're kind of seeing what her day's like. And he comes in and just beats the shit out of her. And oh, yeah. the sound, yeah. the sound design is real simple because it really sounds like he's just knocking the dick out. It's so painful to watch and, and, and inuring in its own way as she becomes uh, inured, as a word, uh, to the abuse. Mm-hmm. There's a point where you kind of become inured to it as a viewer. It's like, well, you know this is going to happen. This is routine. She's going to eat this shitty slop. She's going to take a piss in the bucket through the hole in the chair. She's going to, you know, be beaten. She's, I mean, it just over and over and over. And at a certain point, it just becomes like this dull repetition of this fucking abuse that just kind of numbs you. And then they have to take it to the next level. And she's made the transcendence. And they fucking... They they flay her flesh completely off of her fucking body, and it's like yeah. holy fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, just when you think it's not going to get any worse, it continues to get. It worse. just keeps it's getting moving. worse. It just it keeps pushing it just you gets... and pushing you and pushing yeah. you. And mm-hmm. I think you know you know our podcast is called I Like to Watch. Uh, I was actually talking to Mimi about this movie. And she was watching a little bit of it with me uh, one of the nights. I had to break this movie up into three different parts for myself, just for my own fucking sanity. Um, uh, See, that's funny because usually I'm the one that only watches. Oh once yeah, 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 multiple times. Yeah, I try to watch. I watched it twice. I try to watch these movies at least two, twice. three times. I had yeah. I, I watched it twice because there were things that I I had to see. I wanted to say, okay, what were the moments that really? Because I watched it again, and I went, God damn! Sure. First of all. First of all, that's a much better film than I remember oh, it being. God. And second of all, motherfucker, that shit's bleak. It's, 
And then the second the second <laughs> round, I wanted to see. I, I wanted to watch it for the storytelling aspect because again, this is not in terms of a great film. This is not in terms of great filmmakers a great film. But the story and the way the story unfolds is fucking masterful. It's yeah. just so ridiculously good. Yeah, and I can honestly say I don't think I've seen any of this filmmaker's other work. I know he was he was tied mm. he was tied to doing a remake of Hellraiser, yeah. which I could totally yeah. see. But apparently he oh, yeah. he left could... the project after uh, 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 you know uh, disagreements with the producers because he wanted to make it probably more like this movie, more like this. Martyrs. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to make it more fucking commercial and palatable and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a shame that we're never going to see his version of Hellraiser. Well, he also was attached... Amazing. He was, he was also attached to an American remake of, of Martyrs. Oh, fuck that. And ended up not doing it. Yeah, he was going to do an American... He was tapped I, to it, and he... Uh, Balked because they wouldn't give enough money. They they were lowballing the money because it, they knew it wouldn't make as much money as he wanted. It was a couple of years ago. I wanted to rewatch this movie, and I think I pulled it up on some streaming service at the time. And as soon as I turned it on, I was like, "Oh no 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 no! This is not this is not the real movie. This is a fucking no no no!" And I immediately fucking turned it off. I don't even want to see the remake. I know there is a remake, uh, an American, oh, an American so they did, remake. So they, oh, they did, did actually, do one. They did yeah, actually I want to say it, it was okay. like 2016, right. something like that. Uh, there is an American remake. I don't want to see. Do not. I don't. I don't need to no. see it. I, fucking don't waste your time. Like, well, why like, would you waste your time? To me, to me that well, it's it's like the American remake of Funny Games. You don't need a remake oh, of fucking Funny Games. You don't. I'm you, sorry. You, no. no, you don't. I would. I would it's argue a good for film. I would. And they've got. I would argue for that movie a, that it, it it is pretty it is it is a pretty good remake, if only because that director actually remade it. He remade yeah, his own that's movie. True. So that's true. I would argue but that the, anything else though, I'm just like, watch the, original, the fucking but, original. But the thing about it is like funny games, the original's the one that, that counts, and there's a reason for it, and this is what I'll say. And I think this this plays into why this movie is so effective for me. Mm-hmm. Is the pro- and I'm going back to funny games. The the original it's Danish. I think yeah, it's yeah, Danish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, funny games. Yeah. yeah, the original. I don't know who those fucking actors are. I've never seen them before. I have no frame of reference. Sure. And because of that, it feels more real. Right. As soon as you put Naomi Watts Tim Roth and, and the and yeah, Roth, yeah 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 yep, no, yep, yeah yeah then yep. then then it then it then it becomes theater. Then it becomes an acting exercise. I agree. What's really powerful about Martyrs is I've never seen these actors. None of them. Any of them. None not of them. A single one of them, of them in anything else. Yep anything since yep. and because of that this is my only frame of reference for these particular actors in these particular roles and because of that they seem more real it seems more documentarian yeah. rather than art and it's yeah. so fucking painful again going back to last house on the left it's why that movie is so powerful is because none of those that there were no name actors in that fucking movie no. it was west craven at his fucking barn and it is brutal right. And because they well, don't look like any other actors I've ever seen, I have no frame of reference for them. They are the people this is happening to in this moment. Well, and that's interesting. Like we can we can talk about this at some other point too, maybe. Um, but you have Straw Dogs, right? The Peck and Paw movie with I mean Dustin Hoffman yeah. was Dustin Hoffman already. You know? Oh yeah. It does yeah. not it does yeah, not lessen it does not lessen the impact that that movie has. But then you flash forward, whatever, 20, 30, whatever fucking years, and, and you've, you've got, got James, James Marsden, Marsden. Yeah, Marsden and, and 
Yeah. That movie, it just like it's violent for violent sake. It's a remake for a remake sake. That movie can go fuck yeah. itself. But the original Straw Dogs, that that's interesting. You bring it's that up. Powerful. You know, yeah. It, it, despite the fact that we all know Dustin Hoffman, right? But imagine, and and that's oh no. But imagine saying. somebody imagine who's not Dustin Hoffman. Straw Dogs, yeah. Right. Imagine Straw Dogs Without, as as oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actors, but you have no, no, no frame no, of yep, reference, yep, yep, yep. and then all of a sudden that movie takes on a completely different level of effectiveness. And and there's something really kind of uh, I, you know I got it. The thing about it is. Is this a movie I like to watch? I can't say I like <sighs> watching it, but I can say from the standpoint of artistry and mm-hmm. looking at what this man, this guy, who, mm-hmm. who really didn't have, I mean, I don't know what kind of career he had before this, but he certainly Not was a name, a name director. No. He managed to pull this off on a pretty slim budget for a movie of this effectiveness yeah. and, and made something that was... I mean, it's like Audition. You know the movie Audition? Oh, I do. Yep, yep. Takashi Miike. It's Tekashi just like, Miike. what the mother... Yeah. 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 It's like, what the fuck just happened to well, me? And and it changes... And, it, and and my favorite moment, and I'm again, I'm spoiling it. I'm no, no, sure. I don't care. My no. favorite... Really, my favorite moment. There are two moments that just hit me hard. One is when Anna finds the woman, the cockroach woman, who's loose, you know, and she's mm-hmm, got that mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm, metal plate mm-hmm. over her eyes, and mm-hmm. she's put her in the tub because there's too many cuts and scrapes on her body that she can't. So she puts her in a tub, and then she has to to get this fucking metal contraption off her head, which has been nailed her into head. her yeah, fucking yeah, head. Yeah. She has to take a, a screwdriver and pry the fucking shit out of her brain. The top of and her fucking I skull. swear to mm. God. Oof. It is the it is the it, that Oof. one that is just like holy fuck. But the Oof. best and mate to me the best moment the and it's so well earned. This is what I love mm. is that the Mademoiselle, who's this almost mannish looking old French woman, mm-hmm. they call her in. They say she's become a martyr. She's transcended. She's now in that place. Mm-hmm. They flayed her flesh off, and they, so she goes and and Anna, who is now in this state of almost bliss, yeah, transcendence, yeah. almost yeah, almost yeah. bliss whispers something into her ear mm-hmm. and then now she's going to share it with the rest of these old fuckers in their society mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon in this very house at around 12:15 anna asawi became a martyr let us take a moment to pay our respects anna asawi is a rare individual in our 17 years of research anna is only the fourth person to have attained that stage and the first, yes, my friends, the first one to have reported what she has seen there. Between 12.15 and 2.30 p.m., Miss Anna Asawi saw beyond death into the other world. You heard me correctly. Her state of ecstasy lasted two hours and 15 minutes. This was not a near-death experience. There's no doubt that her martyrdom was authentic. At 2.30 p.m., she came out of this state. At 3.05, Anna spoke. At this moment, she is still alive, although no longer communicating. Ms. Defarge heard her full testimony. And my friends, this testimony will be shared with you in just a few moments. Ms. Defarge. They're waiting. Very well, Etienne.
She really told you? Of course. Was it clear? Like crystal. And precise. I can see no other interpretation, Etienne. I see, Mr. Farge. Etienne? Mr. Farge. Have you ever tried to imagine the other world? Everything all right? Well, have you? I'm afraid not. Keep doubting, Etienne. Keep doubting. Yeah. And then puts a fucking gun in her mouth. So you never hear what Anna said. Right. That's the big mystery. Right. But you know that whatever she said was so horrifying, was so unbelievable that this old woman who's been torturing people for fucking 20 years just blows your fucking brains out. It's just the fucking, it's the bleakest shit I ever saw. Yes. And I'd like to get to that ending in a little bit where we could discuss what, what, how that translates to you. What, what, what do you feel about all of that? Um, before we get there, um, you know, I think it would be interesting to kind of discuss some of the elements of torture that are in this movie. Because people, if anyone wants to watch this movie, I hope you do. It's, an, it's a fucking experience. Um, but yes, there's some, is. but there's some, there's some elements of this movie that are really interesting to me. Um, when, when, when Anna gets, uh, <sighs> first of all, I think this is kind of a demented Alice in Wonderland in a way. I can see that. She, she, she helps her friend Lucy. Uh, she doesn't believe her friend Lucy. Lucy shows up and kills this family. She shows up, Anna shows up to help. Uh, clean up the, the 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 murders that Lucy committed, uh, uh, and then and then uh, shit hits the fan. Then let's be honest. Um, yeah. But then in doing so, uh, Lucy uh, kills herself because she's she's having these visions of a woman trying to attack her. We end up finding out through through uh, uh, more yeah. objective uh, 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 storytelling that it it is in her head. This quote unquote monster is not slashing her wrists. She's slashing Lucy's wrist. Lucy's she's slashing her own wrist. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. And Anna is kind of left now with trying to clean up all of this fucking mess, and ends up finding a trap door in a wall like the passageway she's on the phone with her mom yeah who, uh, she who she's who she's very up. distanced from she's not it's oh not yeah, a mom, yeah yeah mom. there's distance to like it, yeah. she's yeah yeah but it's, yeah, it's it's not a good conversation but then she notices no, this no, trap door no. and she goes through right. it right so oh, fuck i think that that's i mean you know for me it's allegorical maybe i i look i have a fucking almost two-year-old kid that been watching a lot of cartoons uh, for me, that is allegorical to to you know Alice in Wonderland in that way, going down the fucking that. rabbit hole. That. And this is a very That's very exactly bad fucking did. rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> oh, it's the worst rabbit hole you'll ever go into. Jesus, I mean, you Christ. know, it, it, there. Well, what I really love about the and again, you're talking about the, the you know like the elements of torture. The thing that I think this director manages to do in terms of his storytelling 
that I think is so impactful, and I had, and again, I, I didn't really think about it until I watched it the second time, is that what he does, and he does it, he does it a number of times, and he does it so consistently, it has to be a choice, which is right before something that's going to fucking change your fucking life, that's going to fuck your mind up, mm-hmm. right before then, mm-hmm. I'm going to lull you into a sense of banality with this thing that is typical and easy and means nothing, has no impact. You know, it's 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 the family talking about the swimming and the, the sibling rivalry and the fucking rat and the water pressure and all it means nothing. It's banal. And then BAM! And then she's talking to her mom and you kind of get this sense, oh, maybe this is going to be part of the story that she has this really estranged relationship with her mother. And then that's... It just it, that was just to lull, lull us into a into sense this, of that, safety yeah, yeah, yeah. before before you just get punched in the fucking balls. And then once she's captured and she's in the chains, then they just say they, then he just says, "Okay, no more banality. I'm just gonna fuck you up with every single thing until he makes the torture itself kind of banal, yep. kind of yep. just sort of sort of simple. And then once he's yep. made it simple. Once he's made it simple and the same over, it's not all these creative, it's just the same thing every day and sort of like this montage Mm -hmm. of her Mm -hmm. gaze and -hmm. watching her slowly just become accepting of it and and just, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're going to rip, we are going to surgically take all of the flesh off of her fucking body except for her face, Jesus Christ. I think, I think that there's a, I think there's a moment, I think there's a moment that really causes a shift uh, that we, we, you're maybe glossing over. There is a moment. There okay. is a moment in her torture, um, and I'll say torture. It, it is torture. It's suffering that she's going through, right? So, like, there is a yeah, moment yeah. in You're there where she, uh, uh, Anna, is is having a moment with Lucy in her head. She's talking to Lucy in her head, and yeah. it, it is it is it is one of the sweetest moments of this movie. Yeah. It is it is really touching. It was really moving for me. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. You know, I'd seen the movie before. It's been a long time since I seen the movie. I wanted to revisit it because I remember the impact it had on me the first time I saw it. Um, this was a really uh, unexpected surprise moment for me. Um, this 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 moment of sweetness where she really was connecting with her 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 now departed friend, right? And I think that yeah. there's something. Yeah. I think I that there's something in here um, that that leads us uh, uh, into the, this this quote unquote martyrdom. The movie's called Martyrs, right? So, um, God, this is a hard movie to discuss because it can go everywhere. So, first of all, uh, let's talk about let's talk about the fact that I think that there's a lot of uh, Nazi white supremacist torture elements to this movie um you've got vichy france right this movie this movie does take place in france it's a french canadian yeah, it's a I, french yeah. canadian production but it takes place it, in france it's, okay it's, so yes it so does. Yeah. so this movie in a lot of ways uh i think is look i'm not a historical fucking expert but like this is dealing in a lot of ways with what the vichy french regime was about uh, including mm, in, okay. including the shorn women, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, Anna's hair is is like systematically cut 
and then shaven uh, sure. during, exactly. during her torture. Yeah, they have, that was, well, there's, there's a whole scene where she's getting her hair cut, but it's not, it's basically cut into a shaggy bob, mm-hmm, and then the next mm-hmm. time you see her, it's it's it's, it's completely like, shaved. Yeah, all the way to Right. And one of the things, and, and I'm not, this isn't going to be one of my, my, in, my influences, but I, I absolutely guarantee you, there's not a question in my mind that the scene, the uh, prison scene, the breakdown torture scene, with Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta was completely oh. influenced by this film. Well, it's I, I don't know about influenced by this film as much as influenced by oh, the well it's... as much as influenced by the shorn women of France after world after the liberation of World War Two. Yeah, but the moment the moment where she has this conversation with Lucy in her head mm-hmm. is what I I kept I and when the second time I watched it I had to watch it because of that I actually pulled. I actually pulled my copy of not the movie but the the graphic novel V for Vendetta and pulled okay. it over yeah, to that yeah. Yeah, to yeah. see if there's any language that were there wasn't any language but the, the the idea that I'm going to get transcendence I'm going to find the strength within me mm-hmm. based on a conversation I have with someone who loves me and sure. who I love that's fair and yeah. that I mean it, it, like I said that I, I walked away with going wow that was I, I think V for Vendetta Alan Moore probably not the uh, the the Wachowskis but Alan Moore I think was completely influenced by this I'm, movie. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fair um, yeah I think I think that there's a lot of there are a lot of elements of of uh, the Holocaust and the French, yeah. and 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 the French guilt this movie has a lot of guilt in it. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. Lucy at the beginning of the movie, um, she's she's chased by this this quote unquote monster, right, who's got all scarred up and blah blah blah, and like, yeah, the monster is the woman as a child when she was a captive, she couldn't help escape, right? Yeah, when she right. was escaping, she hears a woman, right. she goes in, sees the woman, and the woman reaches out to her like, fucking help me. Yeah. And she's just nine. She's a nine-year-old girl who's been fucking tortured for months. She's terrified. She just terrified. fucking runs. Right. And she and lives with that. Yeah, she lives with the guilt of, of leaving that woman behind, and the and the, the monster is that woman in her mind. Yeah. And I, I, So there's that guilt. And, and I think, in a way... Um, and it's so kind of hard to talk about. Like in a way, uh, she didn't get to save that woman. Lucy didn't get to save that that uh, 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 woman. Anna, when Lucy started cutting herself and whatnot, didn't believe, uh, even for a little bit, didn't believe that Lucy was in her right mind, right? Which she wasn't clearly. Yeah. But she didn't believe her story. She didn't believe, at the heart of it, she knew she was tortured, but she did not believe that, like, the extent of it. she was going after. The extent of it. Yeah, right. she didn't believe right. that these, these, this family she'd gunned down could possibly be the torturers that she says they are right. until she finds that secret passage. And so then Anna... And finds her own woman. And, finds her own woman that's being tortured. And then so Anna Fuck. then ends up in this, going through the same cycle that Lucy went through as a young girl. Yep. Uh, she she yep. starts going through that same cycle again. And I think, like, this leads to a really interesting thing. And uh, we could talk about the end. I mean, what, what are we at? We're at 32. Uh, we're going to take up some yeah, time. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. We could go start ahead. talking talk, about the talk, end. Like, it really, it really leads me to wondering exactly what the end of the movie is. 
again, spoiler fucking alert for everybody. It doesn't matter. I'll say it. this. Well, I'll say this about spoiler alert. It does not matter for this fucking movie because anyone who watches this saying, movie is going to go through a fucking experience. And I think even, that's what makes a good you know fucking coming, movie. Even if you know it's coming, even if you know the there's ending, no fucking way you're not going to feel gotta, something. You got to. Yeah. You got to know, because I mean, it's one of those things where I can say what, you know, she shoots herself in the head because she whispered. Yeah. It, it, that's fine. doesn't matter. Until you watch it unfold moment to moment. And that's the brilliance of the filmmaking and the storytelling is it's so simple. It's almost like Hemingway simple. It's almost like we're just going to report the facts, man. Mm-hmm. It's real simple, but God damn it. It is so deranged. It's so matter of fact. These people that are in this society are, they're not evil. Well, I mean, they are you, evil, you, but they're not evil. They're just, it's just so simple and matter well, of but, fact. It's but you bring up a good point about matter of simple and matter of fact. Like, I think that that's what elevates this beyond torture porn. I agree. This movie and the suffering that the characters go through have a higher purpose in terms of the storytelling than just titillation, than just. Rich people yeah, this isn't have a lot of money, and we're going to torture people. Or, uh, like we said yeah. about Saw, you know, uh, I'm 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 the guy with righteousness, and I'm going to show you how you were bad. Yeah, you know, I this, yeah, this movie this goes is not, beyond that. I, it's not torture porn, and no. I agree with you. It, no. it it started. I think it started a movement of torture porn. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a strange yeah. analogy. Have you ever Have you ever seen Beyond the Green Door? Oh, is that the um, pornographic one of the very first? Oh no, no, no! I'm thinking of a different one. Sorry, no, I've never okay, seen. Beyond it. the no. Green Door, um, Deep Throat mm-hmm. with uh, George C. Scott is based on that. Uh, based on that, but basically, Beyond the Green Door is yes, it's a porn- pornographic film, but it's not. It's it's much more real. Mm-hmm. It's much more like it, it's just not. The, the director was trying to create art, and he just had actual people fucking in the film that was kind of what it was but that spawned in its own way a generation of real porn which celebrates it is just to titillate it is just to get you to jerk off in a theater beyond the green door does not make you i mean beyond the green door does not make you want to jerk off it's not a sexy film right and what i think uh, movies like this and i would argue uh last house on the left as well movies like this are not a celebration of the of the torture. It's not a celebrate. It's not. I'm going to show you torture to get you off. Right. I'm going to show you torture because this is this is a, this a, is the, a, a message that I'm yeah. trying to a yeah. lesson I'm trying Sad, to impart. Sadists are and, fucking evil. This is what I think the message is. Right. Like, yeah. 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 And, and but it's evil in its banality, and that's that's not. You look for the person who will benefit and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I am the walrus. You know, you'll, uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. That's uh, fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex- Shut the fuck up, Donnie. V.I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. I noticed you, what, you, you went, you went back in time. You didn't well, find any movies. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 which is fine. Which I think well, is no, fine. I revised, actually. I don't know if you caught my note. I actually, oh, I, I, did, I, I, did I, I did revise. I will say, um, if 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 uh, any, anyone is into the new French extremity movement, uh, it's from the early two thousands. 
um, as yes. of which this movie is a part of. Uh, there are two films, uh, three films that I would I would recommend. Um, one is High Tension uh, from 2007. Uh, one is Inside from 2007. Another one is Frontiers from 2007. They are yeah, they are yeah. they are very very extreme. I, 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 can you even qualify extreme as very? Like it just they're um, they're they're well I they're think rough there's extreme and I think there's very extreme they're, yeah, they're, they're very rough they're movies rough to watch. Movies to watch. Um, well, my two movies my yeah. my two movies that I thought actually were dry, one is one I did is pick much two more, more entertaining. But oh okay cool. Yeah. So my my first my first is a more entertaining thing, but I think it has enough. First of all, I think it's a very good movie. Not everybody likes it. Um, but second of all, it, it has some of the same elements, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the Keanu Reeves Knock Knock yeah. from 2015. And the reason I say it, 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 it's a home invasion thing, kind of, it it is. Is not a specific, it's not a specific revenge thing, because the two women that basically torture him aren't torturing him because he did anything. They're torturing him because he's a man who was seduced there and 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 the argument you know and so what i love about knock knock not this is going to be a stretch but i think and i've had enough conversations about this movie with people that don't like it and i think it's actually a really good movie um it is it is the more period version of oleana you know i don't know oleana enough to to have that discussion oleana is the man at play about a young woman uh, confronting her, a professor, her professor of, of sexual assault, right? Of sexual assault, right. and and the question is, depending on how you want to view the movie, uh-huh. and that's what's so brilliant about Oleana mm-hmm. is that you can watch it two different times, and at two different times, depending on what perspective and how you want to listen to it, you can walk away saying he totally assaulted her, or you can walk and say, walk away and say she totally sandbagged him. Either way is the right answer because it's so ambiguous in the language and the way it works that that's and what I love about knock knock is that if you watch it, you can you can on one end go, I totally understand how awful this was for Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you can go, Yeah, these chicks have a point. And that's what I think is really and and, and that's what I like about knock knock twenty fifteen. I highly recommend. Have you it. seen Oliana on stage? Yes, I, I, well, I didn't direct it. I produced okay. it. Patrick Jacoby directed it. I Have you it, yeah. seen it where both of those versions are played out? Where it is well, the, on him or it is on her? Like, have you seen both? Well, if it's, if it, it, well, well, if it's done is, right, if it's done right, you don't know. Then, then that's, okay. and that's okay. the point of Oleana okay. is at the end of it, it depends on who you are and what your experience in life is, whether or not you side with her or him. Okay. And that is a real, that, that's a sign. That's why I think it's one of Mamet's best plays because it is so ambiguous, but yet so specific that if you put a certain set of facts, the way it's said, mm-hmm. it's almost like watching the fucking Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Wow. It's like, Who's who? Who is the abuser? Well, depending on who you like better, you know, or what you believe, and that's what's brilliant. So, about okay, it. before we move on, I would like to actually go back and discuss the ending of of Martyrs. Bring it. Um, I have a couple different, I have a couple different things that played out in my head, and I'm not really sure, um, what it is, and I think that's the again to to your 
point about Oleana, I think it's really interesting that there isn't a definitive answer. So I just yeah, want to... Ambigu- just ambigu- ambigu- ambiguous. ambiguous. I just want to pose a couple of things and, and, and see uh, what you may have to say. So, um, so uh, uh, Anna goes through um, just unbelievable amounts of, of suffering. And uh, there's this moment where uh, the, 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 the cult, let's call him a cult, the cult is drawn into the house. They're called to the house. Mademoiselle is getting ready to 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 uh, give, give her big reveal of what Anna had to say. I think it was something like um, they tortured uh, seventeen people in their history as a cult, no, they, they, and there were four no, of them. Cr- there were seventeen people that they yeah, tortured. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Four that's of right. them. Four, four of them made it through the torture, but only Anna is the one that has been able to tell of what she's seen in her transcendence, right? That is And that's why we're watching the movie, and that's why she's here. Okay. So. Yeah. Anna whispers something to Mademoiselle, whose Mademoiselle is the leader of this cult, right? And we don't hear what Anna has to say. But suddenly the cult is drawn to the house, and they're going to have this big reveal and blah, 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 blah. Before they can have the big reveal, Mademoiselle basically asks a question of her kind of manservant, friend, whatever guy, uh, and then puts a gun in her mouth and shoots herself, kills herself. Done. End of movie. So my question is, what the fuck does Anna tell Mademoiselle? What is the whisper? What is the whisper that we don't hear? And that's the brilliance of that ending is because you don't know and it is entirely what you want it to be and it could be any a number of things. She lies and tells Mademoiselle there is nothing. She ultimately murders herself. Anna ultimately murders herself for revenge on the crew that tortured Lucy. Right? I don't think so. I, I I understand that argument, but I, I don't think that's the answer. Too. I don't think that's because if you look she at ta- Anna's look on her eyes, yep. she's way beyond no, no, no. even petty. She okay. she tells the truth about an amazing experience, and Mademoiselle can't wait to see it, so she shoots herself to get there. I don't think that's okay. it, but I understand that's it's totally that's again. There's no right answer. Same as number two. But. Anna qualifies it that because Mademoiselle and crew have tortured people, they won't get the enlightened experience that Anna did. Okay, that's one. I, I have my interpretation. Anna, so Anna earned her transcendence because of the suffering, and Mademoiselle and crew never will. So for them, they will never have that same experience because they would have to suffer just as she did. Mademoiselle kills herself and doesn't share that info with the crew because she knows none of them are going to be willing to go through that suffering to get there. And I don't agree with it. And I bet there are 17 other answers you could have to this movie. I I think, because what my interpretation of it is, is that Anna tells her there is no afterlife. Mm -hmm. Doesn't lie. She tells her there is no afterlife. Which is why, because not just shooting herself in the head, shooting herself in the mouth... She says, it's the lines that really make it to me. Yeah. She says, can you imagine, or picture, yeah. I think the word is imagine, but I can't yeah. remember. Imagine 
life after death. Right. And the guy says, I don't know, or I think so, or whatever. And her answer right before she shoots in her shoots herself in the mouth is, keep doubting. Right. And what that indicates Doubt. to me Doubt. is that she is she has said, and it has told her, there is no afterlife. This has been fruitless. There's nothing beyond this. Wow. And that and that Mademoiselle is so is so I mean you know I'm, I'm, I'm going to minimize it and say she's so bummed out yeah. <laughs> by the idea that she has she has spent the better part of her life torturing innocent people yeah for an answer that she wanted which was this is what the well, afterlife looks like she wanted a confirmation of afterlife and she got the confirmation that there was the, none. The, and she couldn't bring herself to tell them, so she kills herself instead. That is as bleak. That answer is the bleakest possible outcome. The ultimate irony. The, the ultimate truth. irony being, she didn't do any of the torturing. No, but they did it on her the behalf. The crew she was didn't do any of the torturing. There yeah. always yeah, seems she, to be, based on the two people with the kids that got yeah. murdered at the beginning, and then the two people that were taking care of Anna. They're, right. Yeah, they're just acolytes. They're just, they're they're just you know, doing what we're told. Again, to go back to the fucking mm-hmm. Nazi uh, uh, analogy. Um, um, th- th- that's the that's the ultimate irony. Like none of them are there. All these people show up with their fancy cars. They're clearly very rich people. They're clearly all white. Oh yeah. They're all white. First oh, of all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's like, France. It's France. Come on. There well, are no rich black people in France. Well, hold on a second. Not well, France. hold on a second. Not hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold jealous. on a second. Our two lead actresses in this movie, one is Moroccan and one is Eurasian. Yeah, I okay. know. They, so they, they're, they're, not they're not white, rich. but they're not white. And they're not rich. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm wondering saying, where the, a, the white supremacy shit is I'm, somewhere coming in with this movie. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So, so actually, again, I don't think it's a white supremacist movie. I think it is a classist oh, movie, but that's again my perspective. I think this is about rich versus poor. Yes, and, and if you look at France, more poor people happen to be Moroccan and Indonesian than or whatever. Then you know, I mean, they're non-white. White yeah. people are almost always on the higher upper class financially so they get to be the ones that torture and fucking try to find martyrs yeah. jesus christ I, yeah, well i think it also has something to do with the france's history i mean a, a french film well, a french yeah, filmmaker cannot come up with this kind of knowledge and not try to channel channel some of that knowledge into this kind of horror film which I, I, I think he that. clearly did. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. So, so for Influence Films, my yes. first is Knock Knock. Knock Knock. What's your first? Um, and Knock Knock, like, again, beautiful people in that fucking movie. Like, how can you yeah, not? It's a very Jesus entertaining Christ. version. It's a very entertaining. And it's Eli it's fucking Roth who did Hostel. Exactly. Like, come on. I don't, it totally makes sense. It but, was, it's, but I think it's a very entertaining it was movie. Okay. It's It's yeah. See, I liked it. I, I, I didn't it hate much. it. I was just like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's fine. But I think it's definitely a movie that, that transcends torture porn and becomes more psychological torture and trying to teach a lesson. Uh, uh, don't don't cheat on your wife that, and family is the is the lesson, I guess. For just don't be <laughs> no, just don't be the thing about it is don't be a man. Ah, uh, come is, on, that's not. 
Don't be a fucking piece of shit. No, I have watched the movie. I've seen the movie. No, no, no. Just don't be a piece of shit. You love your wife. No, I'm sorry. You love your wife. You love your wife and your and your child. And I do not question that for a second. But if Anna de Armas shows up with blonde hair and basically forces herself on you in the shower, at some point. You're going to get a boner, whether you like it or not. And that's it's his only what crime. I choose to do with that boner, Don, that fucking matters. She went down on him, and no. he said no repeatedly. Well, he, he, he was he, raped. He, 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 he was oh, raped. Please. He has full control as a fucking man who is twice her Dude, size. that is the most, sex, that. That is this most is that, sexist perspective. Is it, it's, it's yeah, that says, you, you've just right. basically, you've basically just said that men cannot be raped, which is absolutely not the truth. I love it. I love it. Let's have this argument. So what's your first I love thing? it. What's your first impression? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Last Shift from 2014. Mm, uh, mm, after mm. rookie cop Jessica Lauren is assigned... The last shift at a transitioning police station, she must wait for a hazardous materials crew to pick up biomedical evidence. However, the shift turns into a living nightmare. Yes, it does. And I'll be honest. I saw this fucking thing. I was flipping through on Netflix one night a couple years ago. I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, what the fuck? I'm just going to put something on. And I, I was fucking just taken in. And Mary Lynn was asleep next to me. And at some point, about halfway through this fucking movie, Mary Lynn looks, she wakes up, she looks at the TV, she looks oh, at me, shit. and she's like, what the oh, fuck shit. are you watching? What, the what fuck is are this? You watching? Exactly. Oh my God, this movie? Yeah, I mean, this, this has got some fucking, like, this has got some fucking violence. It's, like, it's... Oh it's yeah, it's, it's seriously it is violent. Brutal. Yeah, it's seriously. It's violent. brutal, but no, it also agree. beyond that, it also speaks to uh, the cult kind of shit that's going yeah, on in, in 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 uh, our film. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's an independent film. It's not a big fucking budget, big deal. Like again, that, yeah, small I, cast I indie thing, film. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I don't know where it's showing right now. I didn't do that research, but yeah, last it's yeah, called but, last. Shift, 2014. Yeah, I, I, I if you're down good with choice. some scary good shit, choice. recommend it. Go. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, my second one is it's it's known. It's either if you're gonna look it up, it's Ghostland, hmm. but it's also known in certain circles as Incident in a Ghostland. Hmm. It's from 2013. Um, and what I the reason I said that this was influenced by this is this is it's really the story of two little girls. Um, they're with their mom, and they have a home invasion by these characters with stupid names, you know, like Big Daddy and this kind of shit. I can't remember that. But uh, basically, they are involved in being systematically tortured. And then all of a sudden, the movie jumps to the future. And one of the girls has written a book about uh, her experience with this home invasion. And it is in co- the, the book is called Incident in a Ghostland. Hmm. And you go through a certain point in the film, and then all of a sudden you realize that this future is all in her head, and she's still stuck in the torture. Oh, wow. And so it's all about, uh, it's all about again, that transcendence of what do you do when you're being tortured? How do you process that? And what she did, she created an entire fantasy world that we got to experience on film, okay. only to realize that it was all 
uh, part of her way of escaping the pain. Fascinating. And it's 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 actually a very again low budget and actors that are, you've never seen before and you probably won't see again. Really excellent film, and I think it it while it doesn't exactly uh, capture the same themes as Martyrs, I think it absolutely who the director whoever the director of Incident and Ghostland or Ghostland. There's no question in my mind that this influenced them in some way. Which is, this sounds like, um, did you see Ghost Stories from 2017? Yeah, Ghost Stories. It was based on a uh, stage play. Oh, yes, did I think I did the, see that, yeah. That sounds, yeah. it sounds familiar. Um, okay, it's very um, similar. But it's this, very this similar, movie, yeah. though, that you're talking about um, was also directed by Pascal from Martyrs. I know. Okay. Wow! Yeah, so I would love to check it. It, was it looks yeah. like uh, it's available on it's, it's, Netflix. It's, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's actually it's watch. actually uh, it's it's a very again it's not as painful as Martyrs, but it is it it, it is it, it's worth your time. It has the same sort of uh, vibe where you just feel a little bit like you're kind of watching a documentary. It's a little bit more fantastical. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like you could. It, let's put it this way: the whole, the whole uh, Lucy with the with the the, the torturous demon. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's almost like that was the whole movie, without the revenge part. And so that's why. But it's it's actually a really, really. I wouldn't say it's as good as Martyrs, but it's a good film, and it's and it definitely was inspired by his work in Martyrs. So, would you say it's more fantastical in the vein of Guillermo del Toro? No, 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 oh, okay. no. It's, okay. it's fantastical okay. in in that in that 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 martyrs is so cut and dry, bone realistic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and 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 the flights of fancy are very quickly dismissed. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the woman who thinks she's got cockroaches, mm-hmm. she's, mm-hmm. you see it, mm-hmm. but then it's easily explained away. This movie is all about being inside the mind. It's almost like if you were inside the mind of the person seeing the fantasy. Okay. And you spent time in the fantasy and went, oh, this is real, mm-hmm. only to find out it's not real. that it's not. Yeah. yeah. I want to cover Pan's Labyrinth at some point. Oh, absolutely. That fucking just movie. Say the name. Dude, that yeah. movie is oh, just heartbreaking. All right, I'm going to shift to my last selection. It's a, a 2015 Turkish film called Baskin. B A S K I N. I have never seen this. While taking a break, a unit of cops receive a distress call over the radio. Directed to an abandoned building in the middle of nowhere, they soon find themselves trapped in a surreal and nightmarish world. Uh, uh, you want to talk about synopsises that don't cover? Dude, okay. I mean, I got turned on to this movie because the company I work for, we did the soundtrack for it. Uh, we released okay. the soundtrack for it, and uh, having not heard the soundtrack, I was like, "Oh, another horror film. Cool. Never heard of this. Let me check it out." Holy fuck balls, dude! Like it just—it's—it's—it's it's some of the most depraved, violent shit that I mean I've ever fucking seen. Like you talk about being thrown into a world of hell. Um, You've really sold it, dude. That's me. what this movie I'm, is. I'm looking forward to it. What the um, fuck? I will also say, uh, it <laughs> has, uh, for me, it has a very, and you know, spoiler alert, I guess, in a little bit of a way, but it has a very Good. Twilight Zone-ish uh, beginning and ending, where the beginning okay. is connected like to the ending, 
and it becomes a full circle that you're gonna, you're gonna you could imagine playing out like it's never gonna end this 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 I'm gonna watch it in Kansas with my mother and fuck her brain oh yeah don't yeah this is gonna this will because I'm going to Kansas I'm going to Kansas this week next couple weeks just to kind of deprocess from the divorce Word. and mom and I are gonna watch lots of movies so I'm gonna see if I can't get Baskin up just to see my mom watch for five minutes and go, fuck you, and get up and go to bed. I lost you for a second. I'm sorry. No, it's just that, yeah, that's, that's the, I wanted to say, fuck off. I don't want to watch this shit. You're crazy. What's, We're, what's your problem? You're insane. Well, let's see, let's see where it's available. All right. Where is it available right now? It's on Amazon Prime. It's on I Roku. It. It's on Sling. Yeah, it's on, yeah, it's on all yeah, that I got, shit. I got Amazon yeah, Prime. Gotta check it out. forward to it's interesting that you and i picked two very uh non-filmic films yeah so you want to go first you want me to go first i mean i'll go first if you know i i you know i love documentaries i love fucking comedians i feel like maybe i missed my my calling in life sometimes don't give it away um yeah here is here is your here is your pick for coming attractions. Word. Would you all meet George Carlin? Hey, baby, what's that? <laughs> we got asshole scumbags, jerk-offs, and dipshits. And they all vote. He was funny, he was smart, he was opinionated. I wanted to be just like him. He was just so cool. Here's the list of words you can't say all the time. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. And the crowd goes crazy. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. They arrested me for profanity. Supreme Court restricts the broadcast of dirty words. I'm gonna jump to it right now. He's the Beatles of comedy. I began this dream of standing in front of people and having their attention. My mother was his biggest champion. She just had a way of lifting people up and believing in them. They were comrades in arms, but then what happened was superstardom. My mom was alone all the time. She's feeling left behind, and now the drugs are there. And that really did undermine everything in our family. I did as much cocaine as there was in the immediate three-county area at that time. <laughs> that is your pick, George Carlin's American Dream on HBO. I mean, just, I, I don't know any comedian today who is as tuned in and challenging as George Carlin was in his, his time as a comic I, I just don't the only the only the only comedian i can think of what i think is funny is uh carlin managed to and it's i think it's because it came at the time he did mm -hmm. um i think lenny bruce was doing the same thing before carlin sure, did. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah 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 except yeah. lenny bruce lenny bruce was doing it maybe maybe five or six years too early and Carlin was main. He was a mainstream comic who then went subversive in a way that really made him an elder statement. Statesman. Sure. He became sort of what I would consider the the profane Mark Twain of his time. I think Bruce. I think I think Lenny Bruce was 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 prescient. I think everything he had to say was true. I think Carlin did it in a funny fucking way. Yeah, Carlin was definitely a funnier comedian. Yeah. There is no question about yeah. it. But also, Carlin didn't go to prison for saying cocksucker. That's fair. 
God bless. So, you know, and, standing and, you know, on the I mean, shoulder of a giant. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I can't wait. I, I'm, when, you, when I saw that, that you picked that, I was like, oh, I'm very excited because I, I feel the yeah. same way. And I can't, and I, um, again, I can't I wait cannot, to see this. I cannot, I cannot think of a comedian today who is doing that level of work. For better or worse. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Other than Chappelle, and Chappelle uh, might be, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering uh, if that's... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No. I hear your I hear your hesitation. Yeah. 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 All right. So in the same vein, here is my pick. Yep. For coming attractions. Words. That is the devil. As a baby. Mark it. Thanks. Okay. Everybody, just take a minute. Let's settle. This is the devil uh, in remorse. He is alone and separated from the world. And I love you. We all live our lives dangerously, in a state of jeopardy, at the edge of calamity. You have discovered that the veil that separates your ordered life from disarray is a wafer thin. This is the ordinary truth of existence from which none of us are exempt. In time we all find out we are not in control. We never were. We never will be. My pick is This Much I Know to Be True, a documentary about the work, the art and music collaboration between artist Warren Ellis and Nick okay. Cave in wow. The Bad Seeds. Okay. And in his, in, in his own way, I see Nick Cave as significant as George Carlin. Um, I'm a huge Nick Cave fan, and I'm a huge Warren Ellis fan, and they, they collaborated for a while on... on uh, Warren created art and and Nick wrote music and they collaborated and I I can't wait to see this documentary because I just think Nick Cave is 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 one of the he is one of the philosopher kings of our time. All right. Yeah, the record company that I work for, um, we've released a couple of albums by uh, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Yeah, the only thing I'm looking more forward to than a, than a Nick Cave documentary is a Leonard Cohen documentary. Um, is there a, is, has has there been a Henry Rollins one yet that's worthy? Um, I'm sure there'll be a Henry yeah, Rollins documentary, but yeah. I've met I've met Henry Rollins and uh, you don't need a I documentary. Him, so, uh, You're like I don't need it. I yeah, I don't need guy. a documentary. I <laughs> I sat and hung out with him for a while and interviewed for a podcast. So uh, word. You know, but I still, I still very much, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited uh, about this much. I know to be true. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be in theaters. Theaters only uh, right first, now. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in theaters for eventually. It'll, cool. it'll come to some streaming platform. I'm but, sure. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it very much because I really love. Sounds cool. Love Nick. Yeah, Kent. dig it. So that's. Uh, dig it. Those are our. That's martyrs. If you want to see martyrs, uh, you know, warning. 
I mean, God, if you want to see it, especially Warning. after this conversation, we, if you want to see it, God bless. You should, you should definitely God, see it, please. but only if you're really, you gotta if, be prepared. if you're ready for an experience that's, yeah. You, be fucking prepared. If you've listened to this podcast and you said, wow, that sounds like a movie I want to see, yeah. um, then God bless. Go and, and I think you will, I think you will find that it is a masterpiece in its own way. It but certainly you, you're, is. Don't watch it with someone squeamish. If you're squeamish. No, unless you got a a need to vomit, don't don't no. because it's it's a hard goddamn movie to watch. So where are we going next, so, buddy? Where are we going next? Where all right, we next? we've we've done we have done two really dark films. Yeah, I think we I think we I think we went there. Yeah, and so I've been thinking it's like man, we gotta we gotta get out of not that we have to because we'll return. To oh, of course, shit. you have to. Yeah. But I was thinking, I was thinking about movies that I love mm-hmm. that are not dark. <laughs> and so, for our next podcast, we are going to revisit, and we are going to discuss the Three Amigos. Ah, love it! I thought love that'd it. make you happy. I thought love that'd it. make you happy. Love it. It's just, it's just fall, it's just fall down, stupid, oh, great. funny. Do you have anything and besides you uh, enjoy that? Mexican food? <laughs> yeah. It is one of the funniest oh, movies great. I've ever oh, seen. It's great. It's great. And, and, and I can watch it a million Wonderful. times. And it, it definitely falls into the I like to yes. watch. Yes. And while, while, I, while I tend in our podcast to find the more challenging films, <laughs> you pick... You picked you picked a fucking barn murder this week, so I figured I gotta give every I gotta give you, your wife Hard reset and the rest Hard reset and our listeners, your father, who's our one listener, just a break mm-hmm. from the hardcore and yeah. let's just do some silly fun shit. Yeah, yeah hit that reset so, button. I love it. That's great. The three amigos Brilliant. for next time. I thought you'd appreciate it. I love that. it. Yeah, I thought Thank about you. that for a while because you. you were you were like, you were like, please, anything that's something dark or hard. And I went, let me think of something that's not dark and not hard that I absolutely can't get enough of. And I realized it's the fucking three amigos. So that's what we'll do next time. Do Thanks you, for listening. Do you, you can, do you know, do you know what a plethora is? <laughs> He'll have it when he wants a woman. He takes the woman. Uh, we're gonna get canceled for those accents, greatest... but here we go. Great. Oh, it's so Love fucking it. funny. Hey, I didn't. That's that's a great accent. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. If you wanna if you wanna review us on Apple Podcasts, please do please, so. We please. appreciate yep. it. Um, you can catch us at litternape.com. Yep. You can catch us at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. And you sit in your car and you drive and listen to podcasts or you walk around the park with your earphones. Whatever you do, when you do podcasts, you can find us. We're there. I like to watch yet another movie, another podcast about movies. movies. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you, Donnie Smith, in two weeks.